Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Bands in Town and Hypebot.com. Thank, thank you, Bruce. Bruce. Thank you, John. Thank <coughs> you, everybody at, yeah, at Hypebot and Bands in Town for everything you do to support uh, the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. So we're kind of flying, flying solo this week, no guests. Um, something came across my uh, inbox I don't know, about a week ago, Jay. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, if you're a longtime listener, you know Jay and I are both KISS fans. I'm sure there's a lot of KISS fans out there. Um, and something came across related to, and we don't really need to go into the great details and the backstory on this, but their old lead guitarist, Vinnie Vincent, from back in 82 and 83. He was like on two albums and... Two tours, and that that was it—a flash in the pan. He had he had a solo, a couple solo albums after that. But anyway, um, he is, he's kind of been in the news on and off for the last year. And a week ago, he released a statement, and the statement started with a message from Vinnie Vincent to all Vinnie Vincent fans. And if you're not a Kiss fan, Bear with us because this has applications to every artist out there. Take the name Vinnie Vincent and replace it with any band, any musician, anything you want. This is going to apply. That's right. And and the gist of this discussion is how not to communicate to your fans, how not to talk to your fans. And, Jay, I mean, maybe maybe to you you're, you're thinking the same thing. It's like... Well, geez, that's that's pretty freaking obvious. You don't attack your fans. Don't don't go no. after them. Don't call them out. <clears throat> you know they're they're your bread and butter. I mean, it, this goes right. back to rem, rem, remember was it thirty years ago? Was it twenty years ago when Metallica sued their? Was, right, I was, was just going to say. Yeah, 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 Napster. Napster, and they were turning. And they basically, were turning on their fans. They were turning on saying, their fans, you know, turning and, over and the suing data. Them. Yeah, turning over the data of the fans that had downloaded them. It's like, dude, you're not going to win anything. It was a public relations nightmare. Nightmare to attack your fans, um, even if, as we look back, back, the justification was warranted. Mm-hmm. You still have to look for a different option. Do not go nose to nose with fans because you're going to not look good. Right. And these aren't casual fans. These aren't, you know, fans that maybe saw you once. I mean, these are your hardcore. These are the guys that are going to support you when you put out music. These are the people who are going to go see you, <coughs> excuse me, live. You don't attack them. Yeah. So, so the, so this <coughs> state, me. this message from Vinnie Vincent was, um, in relation to, he had three separate shows that were booked, put on sale, and then canceled between December and June of last December and June of this year. Um, which that in itself upset a lot of fans because they put money, they bought tickets, airfare, hotels. Some might have been refundable. Some of it not refundable. Um, you know, changing your plans and your vacation schedule so you can go to these shows. Anyway, these shows were canceled, and and he wrote this long. You, you froze up on me. Sorry, Michael. Oh, Michael, you froze up on me for like twenty seconds there. I don't know if you want to stop for a second, make sure you got 
you know everything if it was still recording but let, let, let me let me just um and it just like let, froze yeah, and i don't me, have let, anything else open let me backtrack to something here then let me do this let yeah sorry this. no 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 that's good that's good um all right i'm gonna read it off of here as opposed to my my laptop um so the gist of his his statement was because between December of last year and June of this year, he had three sep three different shows booked, put on sale, and then canceled. Sometimes as close to a uh, few weeks out that he canceled the shows. Fans obviously, you know, were not happy. Money was invested. Schedules were changed. You know, lives were were moved around and upset because of this. Right. Um, so he put this rant out about what's going on in his world, basically. And I don't want to read the whole thing here because it's a long... It's a rant. It's a long rant that basically you would sit here and go, boy, there's some um, some stability issues at question here. Yeah. Um, but let me pick and choose some of the common statements here. He, he, he says something along the lines of um, uh, fans from the relentless Internet bullying mobs of hate-filled lunatics engaged in systematic witch hunt to sabotage my brand name and reputation. I, I <coughs> Wow. Who yeah. goes out and makes a statement like that right. about fans? <clears throat> yeah, I, I it, mean, it, it's it's unbelievable, and it goes on and it, on. It, it, go, it goes on and, and on. He, and he he's he's reaching out and attacking uh, these fans, but there's really no substantive, you know, narrative here about well, why were these shows really canceled? You know, and how can we reschedule them and how can we make everybody happy or maybe even an apology to people who were inconvenienced by this instead of saying, hey, look, this has been a little nutty. Um, we're trying to get this thing together. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Here's what we're going to do. It was flipped. It's more like, you know, you're the you're, issue. You're you're 100 you're percent right there, Jay. It's it. This is a, a long ran, long winding rant that is basically blaming everything else out there mainly fans for the canceling of this rather than him listen it's his show it's his name you know what happened to the buck stops here sort yeah. of thing and taking responsibility for your actions you don't book a show put a show on sale and then cancel a show and say you had no involvement in this it was multiple times multiple times three times you know maybe one time okay great second Stuff time happens all right now we're starting to want third time dude this is on your shoulders you've got yeah. some major problems here so to to turn around and start laying blame elsewhere is just wrong but laying yeah. that blame on fans is just absolutely incredible. Well, these are these 100%. are the fan, fans that spend hundreds of dollars travel to come see you, and you're going to blame them. For... Well, the part I don't understand. I, yeah, exactly. You're blaming them. The thing that I keep coming back to in in this, besides all of just that, it sounds kind of slightly unhinged. Like 
I'm, there's something about this is not written in a very cohesive, thought-through manner. But he, he says in this, and, and I'm quoting, at this point, I'm not certain if this fight against this collective insanity is worth any, uh, any more of my effort. So the decision is up to you, the true fans. If we meet the numbers to balance out the birthday event-related expenditures, it's a go. You know, I, it, it just seems like... You know, first of all, I don't feel like you need to kind of beg your hardcore fans to. Oh, you know, yeah, we we we've said that many times. If you've got a, it sounds needy. Beg it sounds and guilt, pathetic. guilt people into supporting you. Right. You're 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 doing it wrong. That's that's not that's not the way to do this. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You form a community. You want a community. You know, his former band has has it right. They form a community that you want to be part of. They don't, you know, they make all sorts of offers, but they don't beg you for anything. They don't, they, and, and, and as you just quoted him, the true fans, do, do not start judging your fans' worth. Oh, that's do, a great point. Do not, yeah. you know, you've got fans and and fans love to do this amongst themselves. I'm a bigger fan. I'm a better fan. I'm the number right. one fan. I'm a real fan. Well, You're I not have a all real the merch. Fan. You don't, so I'm a bigger fan. He, yeah, you know what? And that that's gonna live forever. But here's the thing: as an artist, you cannot get into that game of calling out fans. We've talked about the fan pyramid. We did we did a podcast about the fan pyramid a couple of months ago. From a business and marketing standpoint, you have to understand the different groups of fans and you market right. to them differently. But right. you don't sit here and go, unless you are the top of my fan pyramid and a true fan, I don't care about you. And you're the only ones that matter to me and you get to decide. That makes all the other fans go, what am yeah. I, chopped liver? Yeah, you exactly. Know, you know, to, so... So, yes, so to call somebody out and say you are or you aren't a real fan is absolutely uncalled for from right. a musician. Because in, in my opinion, for a, what a band needs to understand, and even fans should, should understand this, everybody's a fan. There's no, le there's no levels of fans. Because, right. because we know it, it, individual timelines and lifestyles and everything else i could be the hugest fan of a band but maybe i don't have money to right. buy concert tickets and all the merchandise. maybe you came in I, late i maybe love i'm it. older than you are and i was there a little earlier maybe the band is dead and gone but i'm right. still a huge fan i can't go see them now there's no new music to buy i've bought all right. the albums that they released 20 years ago or whatever I, what what it comes down to <clears> is a yeah. fan is anybody who loves the band. That's yeah, it. Period. That's, it. That's period. Yeah, we had this conversation one time on three sides, and even guys who I consider to be kind of hardcore, guys like Mark Cicchini, right? You and Tommy, we were having this conversation, and they agreed that – Somebody just because they don't have all of the collection or, you know, Tommy might like a certain era that I don't like or vice versa. There's no wrong right. or right answer there. A fan is a fan to your point. Right. And, and, and listen, you as an artist will probably see your fans going at each other over this type of stuff. That's, but you don't do it. Don't get in the middle <laughs> of that and pick the side and go, okay, you're the true fans and the rest of you are not the fans. I mean, listen, 
even Gene Simmons crossed the line. This was back back around 9-11, actually. I remember this. He uh-huh. sent me a letter to post where he basically called out a bunch of haters on the official KISS message board and labeled them the few. You're the few. You don't matter. You know, you're, you don't speak for everybody. Yes, that's all true. But you shouldn't say that. That's not something you should go on the record publicly calling Let the fans do that. Let the fans hold the battles. You love all fans. Take the high road. If you've been a fan for one day or for 50 years, you are equal in our eyes. That's what what it comes down to. And, And this whole rant by Vinny is nothing more than shifting blame, pointing fingers. 100%. And calling out his fan base his hardcore like his best fans i mean this is a guy who honestly has nothing but a few hardcore fans left so he's already calling out the very few remaining people that are in his corner and saying this is your fault you caused this to happen and if you don't support me i'm going to disappear because he basically says that i may just disappear again i may go into hiding again let's be honest he has been quote unquote disappeared for many, many years. It wasn't up until just recently. Like you said, 2018, he came back exactly. after like so he, 30 years. He was years. in the band, you know, 82 to 84 or something along those lines. And then he's just gone. Right. And all of a sudden lately there's been interest because of things like three sides and they've brought it to the larger kiss fan collective and there's been kind of this groundswell of like, yeah, we'd like to hear what this guy sounds like now. And we're accepting of him as who, you know, being who he is and those types of things. And then it seemed like things were kind of moving towards maybe he would tour. Maybe he's going to be, you know, out there and, and we can see him play. And you had talked about some of the musicians that he was partnering with. And it really got a little exciting. Like, wow, this could be kind of cool for a Kiss fan to see this this kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, for me, I don't know about you, you're a little closer to this than I am, but it seemed to me like this just came out of nowhere. Like, I I heard that there were some shows coming up, then I heard kind of online that one or two of them were canceled, and I was thinking, well, that's kind of weird. Well, you know, one or two shows, sometimes things, especially at the beginning, sometimes it could be a health issue, could be anything. And then when I heard about the third one, and then you dropped this on me, it was like, whoa, this is... This is not how you talk to your fans. This, this is not, you know, and first of all, listen, we always talk about you, the artists, need to engage with fans. But when it comes to you feel like you need to vent, you want to make a statement, you have to run it through somebody. Run it through your manager, run oh, it through yeah. a publicist, a best friend, write somebody. this whole thing up, send it to two or three people and go, what do you think? Am, am, am I kill, Am I shooting myself in the foot if I post this? Because this is well, this harm this me or help become, me. become fairly common for him, where he just on his own popped online and spewed, and people were like, "What the hell is coming out of his mouth here?" You know, right. there, there, there's nobody. There was no manager to say, "I understand what you're saying, and maybe we can reframe this in a shorter message that's less." angry less hate-filled 
Maybe that, it can come from somebody but you. Yeah. Maybe it's the manager has an opinion about some, some of these things some, or somebody, so it's not. like that. So yeah. so, yeah, you know, it also illustrates why you need to be careful about, and this isn't just for bands. I mean, I've heard this from day one of being on the Internet. Anytime you're ready to post something on the Internet, stop and count to 10 before you hit the send button. Yeah. Just give yourself 10 seconds to go, let me rethink that. Okay, the anger of writing that is out of me. Am I still angry? No. Okay, and then hit the delete button. You know, do it. <laughs> so, the, the you know, what I want to, I, what I would ask our listeners and our viewers is, put yourself, imagine this. You're a fan of whoever your favorite band is. Yeah. Let's, let's just, as an illustration, you're a fan of Paul McCartney. You've been a Beatles Paul McCartney fan since day one now imagine paul mccartney posted this online and i'm and i'm going to read this um word for word and just try and replace it with paul mccartney instead of vinnie vincent and tell me how this would sit um moreover stop believing these triggered topics and phrases such as paul mccartney doesn't show up Paul McCartney can't play. Paul McCartney rips off his fans. These people need to grow the fuck up. This is cleverly fabricated propaganda invented by the banished and rejected leeches who got the boot, who in desperation decided to slander the name of Paul McCartney to bring importance and relevance to themselves. I won't let my name be used to bring instant celebrity or credibility oh to God. the undeserving any longer. If you want to hear me play, you want proof, buy a ticket. Put your money where your big mouth is. <laughs> wow. If, if, if Paul McCartney had written that, and let's be clear, he did not read this. That was all for just pure example, example. how this this re Vinny's real statement applies to everybody else. If your favorite artist wrote that, how well? Would first you of all, most people would say that, that that if Paul did write that, they'd say, "Oh, that wasn't Paul." Number so, one, well, yeah, because he has a track record. He, but number two, if if that did come out and it's like, yes, he wrote it, they'd be like. Oh man, he fell and hit his head or something. Something's, or something's wrong. Something's going yes, on. Something's not scenes. right because this is out of character and this is insane. Yeah, <laughs> it, it 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 is. You know what what I wanted to illustrate here is how would you feel as a fan if your favorite artist wrote that because he's writing that about you. You're in that group. You might not have been the specific person that he thinks did this or caused this or said something, but he's talking in general terms about his fans. Yeah. And if you're a fan, that's you. He's just called you out as a leech. Um, he said, uh, he, he, ba he, he basically yeah. said, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Who? says that to anybody, even if it's 100% justified, even if it's legitimate, there's a more tactful way to communicate the message that you're really trying to say here. Right. 
Yeah, it's too important when you're talking about your core fan base. Man, these are the people who buy the tickets, buy the music, buy the merch. These are the pe- people that support you and will be there record after record after record, right? These are the last people that you, you want to attack. And 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 we've said this many times over the course of the years of doing this podcast. It's it's a very thin line between love and hate. So you've got fans that love you and you've got fans that hate you. And it's a very thin line between those two. It's very easy, maybe not intentionally, accidentally, to move them from side to side. You've We've got somebody it. who loves you and you, yeah. and you post a statement like this and you just push them over to the other side. Conversely, you can have people that hate you, and if you came out and did something where it's like embracing and welcoming all the fans, they may come back and go, wow, I love this about this guy. I like what he stands for. So remember that, that that saying something like this could very easily push all of, some of, the few remaining fans you've got from supporting you to basically – raising their middle finger and saying F off. It doesn't make you feel that good about being a fan when you read this, number one. And and number two, history does repeat itself. I mean, we mentioned earlier the, you know, Metallica Napster backlash. Google that if you weren't around or didn't pay attention, but there was a serious backlash against Metallica, who before that was on top of the world, one of the top bands at the time. And well and, and Metallica's always been a fan about a band about their fans. Mm-hmm. They've always done things above and beyond what people expect because their fans love it. And they still do. They're a great example of a band that probably 98% of the time does everything great just for their fans. This whole thing around Napster was like, people were like, what is what this? What is this about? All of a sudden you're a band that's, for it's the perceptions and, and, and now you're going out and attacking right. them. Yeah, we say perception's reality. And even though it may not have been true, what they were doing was noble. But the way they went about it, and instead of just attacking Napster and the supporters there, going after fans who had, quote unquote, pirated their music, that led to this thing online where people were saying, well, wait a second, you guys have millions of dollars. I got nothing and you're coming after me, your fan, because I, I downloaded, you know, Enter Sandman off of uh, Napster. And so it became this perception thing. They weren't wrong. They should be paid for their art. I'm a big believer in that. But there are tactful ways of doing this and let other people fight your battles, some of them, because perception's reality. In the press, that looked like they were stomping on their fans. Yeah, 100%. You know, your fans, we've said it over and over, your fans are your lifeblood, especially in this day and age of the new music business. You have, if you don't have a fan relationship, you don't have an avenue to sell, promote, market, to to further nothing. your career, you've got nothing. There's no, there's no savior that's going to swoop in, sign you to a deal, and go find your fans for you. This is yours. They're yours. You own them. And I, I just can't stress enough. You, you, you hold that asset, your fans, close to your heart, and you protect and you take care of that and you treat it well. Yeah. 
Yeah. You, and again, maybe behind the scenes, privately, there's things going on and saying things or whatever. I'm saying publicly, you don't go out and make a statement like this. No, you don't I think you go do, on the record. Yeah. I think you do the opposite. I think you super serve those fans and you do everything you can to make them feel special. They become your street team and they bring in more and more fans, right? I think doing something like this, it's going to do the exact opposite of it's, what it's he intends. Do, yeah. And, and, you know, I've always used an example, especially when it comes to like the meet and greets that, that an artist doing a meet and greet should never be the person to say, I'm out of time. I've got to right. go, you know, right. let the let, road manager, let be the, the bad road guy. manager, the head of security, your personal assistant arrange in advance that they'll give you a nod when it's time, but they're the ones that go to the fan and go, we're sorry, but. Yeah, because then when Gene, they post Gene, on socials, Gene it's Simmons like, has got to leave right. because he's got to get ready. We're sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Then now, it's now Michael, it's the, the road manager, yeah, is the asshole. The asshole. He he pulled me away, and I didn't get a chance to get my thing signed. Well, that's a lot better than you know the artist told me. The, the, the artist didn't have going, time for me, dude. I I I have no time for you. I can't sign anything more. I have to leave. I got to go to a thing. You yeah. you become the asshole. So. You know, you may need to say something like this or get a message across. Let somebody else be the bad guy. Let your manager make the statement. Let a publicist make the statement. Somebody else should make the statement other than you because they will take the heat. That also gives you the ability, and, and listen, I'm not saying this happens, but sure could, you could swoop in and be the good guy, the good cop Save versus bad cop, and go, hey, I don't appreciate what my manager said, and I really care about my fans. I'm really going to do everything I can. And maybe that was the whole intention, yeah. the good cop versus bad cop thing. I mean, that happens all the time in real life. You can't be the bad cop. Do not be the bad cop. Do not go on the record like this writing it and posting it because it lives forever. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be discussed in podcasts. It's going it can to get be across the world in a heartbeat. Fans will be sharing this and everyone's uh-huh. going to be like, what the hell? What the hell? Do not work with this guy. Do not do business with this guy. I'm not buying any more music from this. That That is basically you're shooting your career in the foot. You're torpedoing your career when you do something like this. Yeah. Um, he, you know, and the funny part is he ends the whole rant with <laughs> to all the true fans, mm-hmm. I send my love. Yeah. So I don't send my love to all my fans. Only the ones no, just that are the, the, true. Only the true ones that agree with me on these. Yeah. The only uh, the ones issues. that agree with what I think. Do I send you my love and do I care about the rest of you fans? I could care less. Are you kidding? Is that, is it, who wants to say that to their fans? Well, look, I dig Vinnie Vincent, but let's put this all in perspective when he's talking about his quote unquote career and his fans and all this. Uh, I dig him and, and I, I like the invasion records and I would be interested in this kind of new chapter had it not be so nutty, but he's not. Ace Frehley. He's not, you know what I mean? He he doesn't have that huge base 
to draw from. Well, he doesn't and he have could he, grow his base. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have a huge base that he could survive if he drove off a small percentage of them. Yeah. But I don't think any artist, no matter your size, should look at it that way. If you're so small and all you got are 10 fans, you do not write something like this about the 10, the only 10 fans you have. You just don't do that. It's just not what what you do to advance and further your career and your relationship. It makes you look fans. small. It just when I read it, it just made me. Number one, I lost respect for him. Number two, I was worried about him. Number three, it just seemed really small. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, it, it's it's a long rant, and I think what I'll do because I don't want to read it all here because there's a lot of minutia. There's a lot of minutia that that doesn't pertain to anything, and people are going to be like, "What the hell? I don't even know the backstory here." I'll post this. Uh, on my website, michaelbranville.com, when I upload the the podcast episode. There, there you go. Because this is even too long to include in normal show notes. So <laughs> I'll post a regular blog post up there wow. with, with this whole article. You can read this whole article. And again, what I would say is don't get caught up in who's Vinnie Vincent. I've never heard Vinnie Vincent. He's a nobody. That's not the I, point. I'm not a kiss yeah. Look past all of that. Take his name and replace it with Any your artist. name. Yeah. Uh, your favorite artist name, whatever. That's yeah. I want I want everybody to look at it from that standpoint of going, this could be anybody. It just happened to be Vinnie Vincent. This could yeah. be any artist out there. But yeah, learn the lesson. Learn the lesson. Let l- This see, is what not to do. What that literally this this is that you know, I used to have a podcast called War Stories from the music front to the music business right this is a war story this yeah. is a real story this is something it's about learning lessons from people who make mistakes <clears throat> yeah and vinnie vincent made a huge mistake here huge it's going to it's going to live with him forever and it's going to impact his ability to do anything moving forward here um i mean it, it could could rightfully have just torpedoed his entire return comeback. That's a whole different issue. Right. Um, this is this is serious stuff. Yeah, I mean, perception is reality, and when you are perceived to be a certain way, which this makes him, you know, puts him in that light, it's going to be hard to overcome that. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> what not to say. To your, your fans, fans. I, 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 it's crazy. As I say that, I'm like, who needs to be told what not to say to their fans? That's that's like Vinnie, Vinnie Vincent. That's that, that's, that, that's, that's that's like you know your mom taught you manners growing up. Yeah. I hope she did. And maybe you a little know, common sense. Common sense. You don't go attack the people who support you. Yeah, that's just not what you do. So, listen. Love to hear your comments on this. What do you think? Have you seen other artists who have done this? Have, yeah, I'm sure somebody else has done this over the years. Big or small, doesn't matter. I'd love to love to hear if you saw somebody else do this similar. Um, what was the result? How did it impact them? I'd love, love to get a little feedback on that. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Brought to you by Bands in Town and Hypebot. We're out of here. 
We'll see you next week.